Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Alinka Rufkowska. She is the CEO of Leaders Press, a USA Today and Wall Street Journal bestselling press, where she creates books for entrepreneurs from scratch and launches them to bestsellers. Guys, listen, 100% success rate, 100% success rate. Wow. Okay. So Alinka has been featured in Forbes Entrepreneur Magazine, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and numerous other outlets. Now, today we're discussing an unconventional way to grow your business, how to write a book that sells, and why a book is better than a business card. Life is too short. Try to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Alinka. Thank you so much for having me, Brittany. First off, this is such an exciting topic because so many people want to become book authors, but they don't know where to start. And and they also want to grow their business. How does that work? How can you grow your business as a book author? Some people like to think about their book as an employee. Mm. So basically, while you're busy doing your work or growing your business yourself, You have your book out there that's on Amazon and other places. And when somebody searches for your expertise, then your book pops up. They read it. They get more and more engaged with the content. The book sends them to a link to your website and where you can leave your email address and uh, get something and you become a subscriber to a mailing list. And eventually you're going to get offered something and buy it. So that's how your book does an amazing job for you while you're not actually actively working. And that type of book is what we call a lead generation book. And that's just one example of what it can do for you. Okay. That's really interesting. So it's like a part of a funnel process. Is that safe to say? Okay. I think that that is amazing. Now, a lot of people say, okay, that's great. Okay. I want to write this book, but how do you write a book that actually sells? I love that question. We actually developed a whole process that we call the author framework in order to explain this very thing. So the way we start is we need to position the book for online sales. So you start with the end in mind. You can do this by going to a bookstore or browsing on Amazon going to the specific section where your book would belong. So which bookshelf does my book belong to? Which are the books right next to it? Those are called competing titles. And how does my book stand out? Or in other words, why should the reader get my book and not the ones right next to it? 
And these are all the questions that we answer before we even start writing a single word. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So of course, with the whole funnel and lead process and everything, of course, it means that writing a book is better than a business card, but how can we actually make that book more of our own? How can we resonate with whatever we put to make sure that we keep our messaging true to us? I think the most important part is to spend enough time on your outline. Mm. This way, you're basically writing the book or the helicopter view of the book without getting into too much detail or into anything that might not be your wheelhouse. You just really want to know what the purpose of the book is and what the content is. What is the question that your customers have on their minds right now? And that's the question you need to answer. So just to give you an example, we have a book that is a lead generator for us. It's called Outsource Your Book. And the question that people have is, so how do I write a book? Or how do I get a book out if I'm not a writer? And Outsource Your Book belongs to the overall authorship or writing skills category. There are other books on writing. One of them is actually called On Writing. So there are a lot of books on writing. So we know what our competing titles are. Those are the ones. But how do we stand out? We're the only ones who explain how you actually get the book done without doing the writing. How do you outsource each part? Where do you go to outsource it? How much does it cost? And that's a really clear sign to the reader to say, okay, that's what I want to know. I'm not going to, I'm a business person. I'm not going to learn how to write now, but I need my book out. I want to have a lead generation tool or I want to leave a legacy and have a memoir. So I'm going to find professionals who are going to do it for me. And that's the book that helps me get that done. So I described my lead gen for my business, but you have your business or your service or your idea and you can get it out there, attract more customers when you have your lead gen book doing that for you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So whenever we're trying to make that decision and say, okay, I'm ready to put this book out there. I'm ready to make this happen. What are some of the steps that we need to, that we need to take as far as planning a budget? So this is a great question. And we actually answer it and answer is your book. You have two main resources, we budget. So it's finances and time. So you're going to have more of one and less of the other usually. When you have a substantial budget, then you allocate the amount that you think, you know, will work for you and for your goals to the project. So even within Leaders Press, uh, we can do some simple lead gen books with just one interview, get it out there on Amazon really fast. And then we can do full length, big books on your career, get it on the USA Today, Wall Street Journal bestseller list, get it into bookstores through our distribution partnership with Simon & Schuster. So a whole range of things that we can do and they require funds. So if you have them, that's fantastic. If you don't, then you can put in some sweat equity as it's called. So you can learn to do a lot of things. You might not be a great writer. You'll write something solid anyway. Nonfiction doesn't have to be super thrilling it's better if it is but you can still convey a lot with regular writing you do need to get an editor maybe if you're low on finances you can um, barter with somebody so they'll edit your book for you and you will paint your house I don't know (laughs) yes and then there are things that you can learn to do like formatting 
which there are a lot of tech companies uh, that do that. You pay, it gets done. But formatting is something that you can potentially learn to do quickly without needing to spend years on the skill. Like writing is something that you can do well or not. Editing is even more difficult. So you can't really say, I'm not an editor, but I'm going to edit my book. No, but you can say, I'm not a formatter. I'm going to learn to do this. It's going to be long and difficult, but you can learn. You have to be just a little bit technological. You can't design your cover. It's going to be terrible unless you're a cover designer. So you're going to have to pay for it if you want high quality, uh, a high quality cover. So again, and maybe you pick up a second job in order to save up for it. I like to think that it's all a matter of priority and winners find ways. And the, the other part of this saying is losers find excuses. So mm, yeah. which one are you? Are you a winner? If you're a winner, you're going to find a way. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So this sounds, okay, there's some steps that are in there that as long as they're laid out, we can probably follow those steps. But what about if you don't already have the audience? What if you don't have a big social media presence or email list? Can you still become a bestseller? To become a bestseller requires some strategizing and planning and effort. So there are a couple of ways to do that. And it's much easier when you have a network. So when you can rely on a number of partners who will promote with you, it's definitely much more doable. If you already have a large list, it's much more doable. But there are also other ways to achieve your goals without this type of structure in place. Mm -hmm. For example, you can use ads. So these could be Amazon ads, Facebook ads, Google ads, anything like that. So this is for the analytical type. There is a way to to get to bestseller status with ads. Of course, you're spending money on ads as well. So you want to see if there will be a return on investment. Maybe there doesn't have to be. It depends what your goals are. It depends why you're doing your book. Maybe you want to consider giving your book away for free, your ebook away for free, because you're going to attract enough people who will then become clients because of the book that you want to maximize eyeballs. And the number of people who are going to get the book, read it and click on your link. Maybe you want to maximize royalties. So in that case, you're not going to make your book free. You're not going to make it super high. You're going to look for a sweet spot where those royalties are the highest. That's probably if your only product is the book. Because if you have a business tied to it, then the back end or your business, the business you're going to get coming in from your book is always going to be the highest revenue generator and not the royalties. Gotcha. Gotcha. So speaking of the, the revenue generator and the royalties, how does that actually work? Can you give us a brief explanation of how that works? It's all over the place, depending <laughs> on where you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the cleanest logic is when you self-publish on Amazon then you will get either 35% or 70% of your list price. That, those will be your royalties. So if we want to get super technical here, if your book is priced between $2.99 and $9.99, you'll get 70% of royalties. So if your book is $9.99, you're going to get about $7 when somebody buys that ebook. Gotcha. If it's priced below $2.99 or above $9.99, you're going to get 35%. Why? Because Amazon incentivizes this price bracket. So they want books to be priced between $2.99 and $9.99 ebooks. 
Okay, and that's really clean logic. If you have a lot of images in the book, you might not be able to price it uh, as you want because of the file size. And it's going to have to be more expensive than you would want it to be. But that's an exception. Like not many people have this issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's this. Then uh, paperbacks, when you po- self-publish them, uh, there's a calculator that you can go to on Amazon and check it out. But basically here we're going into the cost of paper. So the price will depend on the royalties. The royalties will depend on two things. One is how much paper is required. So what's your page count and book size and then your price. So you're going to have to find a sweet spot where you're profitable enough and you're still priced similar to your competitor. And if your book is cost double, you're probably not going to sell a lot of copies. So there you have to play with that calculator. But that's when you self-publish your paperback, paperback, that's the highest amount you're going to get. The negative side is that you're not going to get distribution. Because that's somebody orders on Amazon, print on demand, they order, the book gets printed, they get it in their hands. Now, if you go through a traditional publisher or a hybrid publisher like Leaders Press, and we work with a traditional publisher for distribution you're going to get less in terms of royalties because there's the middleman. There's the whole crew of salespeople who are selling your book to the various bookstores. There's the uh, warehousing, shipping, moving those books between warehouses, getting them into the bookstores. All of that eats up the margin. But what you do get is distribution. So you are actually in bookstores. So you'll make less per unit, but you will sell more units because you will be in different places. So again, you want to look at your goals. What are your goals? Do you want more uh, exposure? Do you want to see your book on the bookshelf? Or do you want to make as much as possible per book, but you don't really care if it's only on Amazon? So a bunch of questions to answer before you decide which way to go. Okay. I think that's great. That's a, that's a great answer. It's very interesting because sometimes we mentioned about having a larger following and we mentioned budget and how much you can make all those different things. But what about if we decided to co-author with someone? That's a great idea. If you get along, we've published several books co-authored and that works. You can basically share the expenses and you also share the royalties. And co-authored books make for interesting reads because you can get two perspectives. It decreases the uh, workload usually. And, uh, you know, you can go all the way to creating an anthology. We do anthologies where we will put 30 authors in one book. And uh, that allows us to make, that allows us for authors to only invest a fraction of what they would to get the promotion that that they would get if we were to promote their solo book to a big list. Hitting uh, the Wall Street Journal list or USA Today list is a huge promotional effort, which requires a big budget. Mm -hmm. So if there are 30 authors in a book, this will be split. The financial requirement will be much smaller and everybody gets the status. So that's something very interesting to consider as well. Oh, yeah. And I think that would be a great way to dip your toe in the water. Yeah. Yeah. If you're unsure and you're not having to, then you're also not having to commit to the entire book yourself. And yeah, I think that is great because Alinka, you also have a way that entrepreneurs can get their books done easily. Can you talk to us about that? Yes, we do. We have a whole process 
designed to help entrepreneurs go from book idea to best-selling book. And uh, we follow what I described. So the first thing we do is we position the book so we know where it's going to be when it comes out. Then we work on the outline. Then we interview the entrepreneur. These interviews are all recorded and transcribed. Then the ghostwriter writes based on the transcriptions. Then that is uh, edited, proofread, packaged, and launched to bestseller status. So the author's job is probably a 15-hour requirement to do the interviews and then to, to read the book and provide feedback. And without writing a single word, they have a book, which is their own book because it comes from the ideas in their head and they're able to leave a legacy and grow their business because they created the book. Yes. Okay. That is excellent. Okay. So one other question that I have that really goes with that, that when I put this out there, all of these questions or majority of these questions are actually coming from actual listeners of the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast, who, when I said what the subject was going to be about, they sent over questions. So the last question that I have is audiobook. What are you, is that something that you deal with as far as creating audiobooks or turning a book into an audiobook as well? Yes, absolutely. The audiobook market is growing and especially for entrepreneurial books and for entrepreneurial types, it's a really great way to get more exposure. And I've had clients come my way because they listen to the audiobook. When I was still doing sales and I no longer do sales, I have a sales team now, but when I was still doing sales, I've had potential clients uh, whom I asked, outsource, we did outsource your book. Have you had a chance to, to read it? And they would say, yeah. And I was just listening to it this morning as I was jogging. Mm-hmm. This is phenomenal. What you said at the beginning when we had a chat about your listeners listening while they're doing other things, same thing for yes. books, for entrepreneurs are so busy that they want to maximize their time and they will listen to their audiobook while they're um, driving or commuting or exercising or doing some low-level activity or housework even. So it's a great way to, to get your message out and you will have more reach because you have an audiobook. I think it's a no-brainer, especially if the goal of the book is to uh, generate leads and to convert leads. Yes. Yes. I think that is so powerful guys. This is some great information, but Alinka, we are not done with you yet. (laughs) This is, we have come to the moment of our mentoring moments. This is a part of the show where we just dig in a little bit deeper just for a mentoring moment for our guest or for our listeners, should I say, but this is what's really important. It doesn't have to be just business. It's just a random question. If you had a hundred dollars and you had to just start all over again, what would you do? I, with a hundred dollars, let's see. I don't know if I would even need a hundred dollars. The first thing I would do is I would look at who has already achieved what I want to achieve and ask them if they would take my hundred dollars to spend uh, some time with me to give me instructions on how they achieve that. 
And the chances are they're not going to take the money because they're just somewhere else completely mentally that they wouldn't be doing it for the financial reward. So success is not so difficult. It's finding somebody who's already done it and asking them for instruction. Yes. Yes. Coaching, right? Yes. Mentorship and coaching. That is so, that is, that's good. That's definitely a great answer. (laughs) I love it. Again, I walk the talk because I found a phenomenal mentor for myself a couple months ago who had, who grew a publishing company to hundreds of millions of dollars and then sold it. And now we meet regularly once a week where I come with a list of questions and he has amazing answers for me. Like he's done it all before questions that I'm just completely in the dark and have no idea how to handle. He's like, you do this, you do like this. This is the response you can expect. And he has amazing accuracy. Now I found a way to, to thank him. Oh, but we basically will be doing a book for him. But initially he didn't ask me for any money. Really? Well, that is, that's awesome. (laughs) You can find people like that. It's very possible that somebody who has a level of success that you want to achieve will want to help you because maybe they're bored. Maybe they're no longer in action. They want to be a little bit in action through your eye. Maybe they're looking for a way to contribute some more. Maybe they're excited to see a young entrepreneur succeed thanks to their advice. And it can be also personal satisfaction sort of thing for them. So you will be surprised what you will find when you believe that you can find it and you look. I totally agree. And I recently read the book um, Built to Sell. And it's, it's an older book, but that it speaks exactly to what you said. And I could not agree with you more. And I will also include a link um, to that book. If anyone wants to know, wants to know more about that process, but Alinka, everybody's going to want to reach out to you to get their book published. I would love for you to share with our audience. What's the best way to get in touch with you? And we're going to have the links in the show notes, but but what is the best way to get in touch? The best way is to go to leaderspress.com slash discover. And then there you'll be able to go through a one minute quiz that will tell you which book is the best book for you, depending on your goals. And you'll also get an audiobook of Outsource Your Book because I know you like to listen. Right. So you can get that when you go to leaderspress.com slash discover. Okay, great. Thank you so much for the value that you brought to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash total fit boss chick you're listening to the total fit boss chick podcast bye for now